This is Servant Marcia Carney with Escape to Heaven. Spirit of the Lord is upon me. His anointing is empowering. The kingdom of the Lord is within me. And He's calling Good morning, Tallahassee. It's Monday morning, 1130 a.m. You're listening to 94.1 Wave 94, Heaven on Earth Ministries of Jesus Christ. We're back again to say escape to heaven because, you know, you can. And there's a reason why you actually should. This morning, the Lord showed me, you're listening to Servant Marcia, by the way. And the Lord showed me this morning about being a sash around his waist. I'm like, what? Who ever heard of that? But it's in the Bible. So before we find it in the Bible, let's go look at Jesus. Amen. I love Jesus because he came to this earth and he is our example of the way we should maintain relationships with the Lord with the Holy Spirit or with with mankind, even each other. And so we're going to go to John, the eighth chapter, starting uh, right after the woman was brought to him by the guys and saying, look, we caught her in an act of uh, whoredom. And, uh, you know, what you going to do? And the law says that she's to be stoned to death. Jesus, on the other hand, started writing in the dirt saying, he without sin cast the first stone. So after a period, there was no one there. And um, he looked at the woman and said, woman, where art thou accusers who condemned you? And she says, no one. And he says, neither do I go and sin no more. And that's where we're starting today. John, the eighth chapter, starting at the 12th verse. And so the Lord looks around Jesus at that time, says, I am the light of the world. He who follows me shall not walk in darkness, but have the light of light of life, the light of life. So if you follow Jesus, there will be light in your life. You will have the light of life. And um, Jesus even goes further and says he's the one who bears witness, you know, uh, of himself and that the father who sent him also bears witness of him. And this is where there's a, a communication between Jesus and the Pharisees because they're saying, you're, you know, why are you kind of like claiming God as your father? And, um, they're, uh, he's explaining to them that he is from above. They're from beneath that they are of this world. He is not of this world. Therefore, I said to you that you will die in your sins for 
if you do not believe that I am he, he being the Messiah, the one sent from the father to redeem us, you will die in your sins. And, and um, then he told them prophetically, well, when you lift up the son of man, right, when he's on that cross, then you will know that I am he and that I do nothing of myself. But as my father taught me, I speak these things. He who sent me is with me. The father has not left me alone for. And here's a key phrase, because this is where we have issues. And listen to what he says. For I always, key word, do those things that please the father. And so if we go to, uh, we, we're just going to keep reading the word of God. We're still in John, the eighth chapter. So the Pharisees are telling him back and forth that um, he they're Abraham's descendant. And so, you know, they've never been in bondage to anyone. But here's what Jesus is saying. If you believe in my word, you are my disciples indeed. And you will know the truth and the truth shall make you free. And that's all of us. Like as we come to Jesus, receive him as our Lord and Savior, notice how layer after layer of just lies and uh, illusions is pulled from your being because the truth shall make you free. And now they respond, as I said before, that how can we, we're Abraham descendants of We've never been in bondage to anyone, which is a complete lie, because at that moment, they're already in bondage to the Romans who are occupying their their land. OK, yet they're so blind that they can't even see that and understand that that is bondage. How what, what do you mean? Tell me you will make us free. Jesus answered them. And if you're reading with me, I'm in John, the eighth chapter. Most assuredly, I say to you, whosoever commits sin is a sin, is a slave of sin. And a slave does not abide in the house forever, but a son abides forever. Therefore, if the son of God, the son of man, at this point he's saying the son of God, makes you free, you shall be free indeed. I know that you are Abraham's descendants, but you seek to kill me because my word has no place in you. I speak what I have seen with my father and you do what you have seen with your father. So now they're answering him. They said, well, Abraham is our father. <laughs> and Jesus said to them, well, if you were Abraham's children, you would do the works of Abraham. But now you seek to kill me, a man who has told you the truth, which I heard from God. Abraham didn't do this. You do the deeds of your father. Now they're, they're tripping, right? And they said to him, we were not born of fornication. We have one father, God. And Jesus answers back. If God were your father, you would love me. For I proceed forth and came from God. Nor have I come of myself, but he sent me. Why do you not understand my speech? Because you are not able to listen to my word. You are of your father, the devil, and the desires of your father you want to do. 
He was a murderer from the beginning and does not stand in the truth because there's no truth in him. When he speaks a lie, he speaks from his own resources, for he is a liar and the father of it. Before I go a moment further, I would like all of us to pause. And I know you just went to church yesterday. Some of you just finished Bible study and prayer service this morning. And I'm saying you're doing all of this. The question is, who's your father? Who are you following? Who are you listening to? Because look at what Jesus said. You cannot understand what Jesus says. And you're not even able to listen to his word if you have the devil as your father. So you could have been raised in the church and your parents gave you the word of God and all of that. But it has to be in your heart. You have to be circumcised in your heart. And to discuss what Jesus is saying even further, John the 8th chapter, verse 45, he says, But because I tell the truth, you do not believe me, which of you convicts me of sin? And if I tell the truth, why do you not believe me? He who is of God hears God's word. Therefore, you do not hear because you are not of God. I want to pray. That makes me want to pray. We're going to get to the subject today, which is really about, are you a linen sash around the Lord's waist, God's waist, our Father's waist? Are you a sash that he, that you are so intimately tied to the Lord that wherever he is, you're there too. Wherever you are, he's there as well. Are you a sash? And we wanted to look at Jesus first because He's literally proving that he's a sash, S-A-S-H, a linen sash to the Lord's waist because he's saying wherever I am, the Lord is there. Wherever, you know, the, I mean, let's just read it. He said, uh, he will never leave me. Uh, he who sent me is with me. The Lord has not left me alone. Why? For I always do those things that please the Lord. So we're going to go to Jeremiah. Going to learn more about this linen sash to the Lord. And we want to understand where you are, where I am individually. And where is the church corporally? Is the church tied to the wastes of God? Or is the church really not able to hear God's word because they're following their father, which is not the creator. You know, they're following the God of this world. Is that going on today, corporally in the church and even in your family life? Are you running to church as soon as it opens, but then your children doesn't go to church with you? You don't read the Bible at home. You don't even know where it is. Everything on TV has nothing to do at all with the word of God. So you're living in duplicity, meaning that you're living two lifestyles. And so 
here. We need to check ourselves. I'm going to run over to the prophet Jeremiah and let's start at the 13th chapter. And just we're just reading the word of God. That's the good thing about God's word. You don't have to add to it or take away. You're listening to Servant Marcia from Heaven on Earth Ministries of Jesus Christ saying escape to heaven. And I'm saying today, strive to be a linen sash around the waistline of our father. Here's Jeremiah, the 13th chapter. Thus the Lord said to me, meaning Jeremiah, go and get yourself a linen sash and put it around your waist. But do not put it in water. So I got a sash, according to the Lord, put it around my waist. Then the word of the Lord came to me the second time. Take the sash that you acquired, which is around your waist. Go to the Euphrates. Hide it there in a hole in the rock. I went and did. That's what Jeremiah said, what the Lord commanded. Now it came to pass after many days. That the Lord said to me, Arise, go to the Euphrates and take from there the sash, which I commanded you to hide there. Then I went to the Euphrates and dug and took the sash from the place where I had hidden it. And there was the sash, ruined. It was profitable for nothing. Stop right there. When we, you and I, believers, become a linen sash, by all that we go through in life, we are profitable for nothing. Then the grace of the Lord, the mercy of God finds us, sends a servant, sends his word, finds us. Okay. We're going to read Jeremiah 13, chapter 8, first. Then the word of the Lord came to me saying, thus says the Lord in this manner, I will ruin the pride of Judah and the great pride of Jerusalem. Evil people who refuse to hear my words. So that's who we become as we stray away from the ways of our father, the creator God. And evil people refuse to hear God's words, follow the dictates of their own hearts, Walk after other gods to serve them and worship them shall be just like this sash, which is profitable for nothing, worthless. For as the sash clings to the waist of a man, God is saying, I had caused the whole house of Israel and the whole house of Judah to cling to me, says the Lord. So the original intent of God for this word that we're reading today is that the sash was supposed to cling to the Lord so that they could become God's people for renown, for praise, for glory, but they would not hear. Now I'll pause again because a lot of us are in that same predicament. God has anointed us. He's given us talents, skills, abilities. And oftentimes we'll think that it was given to us for ourselves so that we can have notoriety, fame, and glory. 
but I've come to bring a news alert. No, that was not the reason. Uh, the Lord made you as he did for his praise, for his renown, for his glory. But if you and I refuse to follow the ways of God and to just follow the dictates of our own heart, walking after other gods, then we become evil. And all of a sudden, the sachet that the Lord created to be tied around himself, to be knitted with him, to become his own people, loses its design, loses its use, and it becomes profitable for nothing. Therefore, the Lord told Jeremiah to speak to the people of Judah and Israel in this manner. Thus says the Lord God of Israel, Every bottle shall be filled with wine. And they will say to you, Do we not certainly know that every bottle will be filled with wine? Then you shall say to them, Thus says the Lord, Behold, I will fill all the inhabitants of this land, even the kings, the priests, the prophets, all of the inhabitants with drunkenness. And when we look at government today, uh, most of the leaders and just the world, it appears that the entire world is drunk. And I will dash them one against another, the fathers and the sons together. I will not pity nor spare nor have mercy, but will destroy them. Hear and give ear. Do not be proud for the Lord has spoken. Give glory to the Lord your God because he causes darkness and because and before your feet stumble on the dark mountains while you are looking for light. So a lot of people get lost while they're looking for Jesus, the light of the world. But you can't do it in duplicity. You cannot look for Jesus, but still live the way how the world lives. Like, for instance, uh, committing fornication. That's living the way how the world lives. Just a prime example. Okay. So while you're looking for light, he turns the light into the shadow of death. And make it dense darkness. But if you will not hear it, my soul will weep in secret for your pride. My eyes will weep bitterly. That's what Jeremiah is saying. His reaction to his people who will not listen to the ways of the Lord or will not take heed to the warning. And my eyes will weep bitterly and run down with tears because why? The Lord's flock, the church, has been taken Captive, you and I, we're the church, our temples, we're the church. We should not have unclean spirits inhabiting in the temple, and we are the temple. We are to be the sash around the Lord's waist so that his holiness becomes our holiness, his righteousness, our righteousness. But if we do not want to follow the ways of the Lord and we want to follow the prince of the air, the God of this world and all of those little gods, then yes, Jeremiah is saying, I will weep for you. Say to the king and to the queen mother, humble yourselves. So that's for the governments of the world, the leaders of the world. Humble yourselves. Sit down. 
for your rule shall collapse the crown of your glory. The cities of the south shall be shut up and no one shall open them. Judah shall be carried away captive, all of it. It shall be wholly captive, carried away. So this is a prophetic word for Judah, Jerusalem, Israel, I dare to say possibly being carried away by Nebuchadnezzar. But it does apply to you and I as well if we do not in this day and age choose to follow the ways of the Lord. And and if we get to a point where we're not able to hear God's word, then you can't follow him because you can't hear him. So here's what Jeremiah is saying. Lift up your eyes and see those who come from the north. Where is the flock that was given to you, your beautiful sheep? What will you say when he punishes you? For you have taught them to be chieftains, to be head over you. Will not pains seize you like a woman in labor? And if you say in your heart, why have these things come upon me for the greatness of your iniquities? Your skirts have been uncovered, your heels made bare. Can the Ethiopian change his skins or the leper his spots? Then may you also do good who are accustomed to do evil. So once you become evil, you do evil. You cannot become evil and do good. That is measured by the Lord. You can do good acts and be evil in your heart. And people looking say, wow, what a good person. We're not talking about people. We're talking about the living God. He is the one that measures us. Now the Lord says to Jeremiah, tell my people, this is what I'm going to do. Jeremiah 13, chapter verse 24. Therefore, I will scatter them like stubble that pass away by the wind of the wilderness. This is your lot. The portion of your measures, I just said he measures us from me, says the Lord, because you have forgotten God. Have you forgotten God? You're supposed to be so connected to the Lord that his thoughts are your thoughts. (laughs) And here go God, because you have forgotten me and trusted in falsehoods. Everything around us, our bank accounts, our cars, our houses, our fame, our glory, our influence, even our children, and not to mention ourselves. Our own lives are like vapor. They have a a degree of falsehoods in them because why? They don't last forever. The truth will never change. The truth, it lasts forever. (laughs) So what I'm trying to express in my way, I'm saying Do not trust in the things that we acquire during our lifetime here on earth. Instead, trust in the eternal God. Amen. And here's what God does when you refuse to put your trust in him. Over there in Proverbs, I'm going to turn there now. I just love Proverbs. Proverbs, the third chapter. Here it goes. Right here, I'm going to read it so we get it. Okay, it says, my son, do not forget my law, but let your heart keep my commandments for length of days and long lives and peace. They will add to you. Let not mercy and truth forsake you. Bind them around your neck. Wear them on the tablet of your heart. So find favor 
and high esteem in the sight of God and man. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge God and he shall direct your paths. Do not be wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and depart from evil. It will be health to your flesh. It will be strength to your bones. Oh God, let us hear your words, Lord. Let us understand, Father, that a lot of the diseases and illnesses and sicknesses that we're dealing with is because we're not following Proverbs, the third chapter. We're not fearing you, God. Father, put your fear back in our hearts so that we can depart from evil so we can be healthy, oh God. My goodness. Oh, I just felt the desire to go run over there and read that. Back to Jeremiah 13 chapter, verse 26. Therefore, the Lord says, if you won't come back to me, here's what's going to go down. I will uncover your skirts over your face that your shame may appear. How many, how many people are busted nowadays? So many. I have seen your adulteries, your lustful names, the lewdness of your holotry, your abominations on the hills, in the fields. Woe to you, O Jerusalem. Woe to you, O backsliders. Woe to you, saints that are pretending believers that live double lives. Woe to you, sinners who refuse to even look God's way. Woe to you, those who have not yet even found their way towards Jesus. Will you still not be made clean? I guess I'll stop right there. Because the message today was real simple. It was like, are you a linen sash around the waist of our all-seeing, almighty, the eternal creator of the universe? Are you communing with the Lord? Are you seeking the Lord? If not, what about today? Why don't we start on our path? I want to do better, and I'm praying that God help you also. And we're going to pray once more and call it a day. I do remember something about being a true descendant of Abraham over there in John, the eighth chapter. I'm going to go back. It says, but because I told the truth, you do not believe me. Which of you convicts me of sin? If I tell the truth, Jesus said, why do you not believe me? He who is of God hears God's words. Therefore, you do not hear because you are not of God. And so the Jews uh, said, well, you got a demon. <laughs> Told Jesus he has a demon. And um, they said, Abraham is dead. So what are you talking about Abraham for? And uh, he, they, they questioned him because he said, if anyone keeps my word, this is what Jesus said, he shall never taste death. And so the Pharisees are saying, are you greater than our father Abraham, who is dead, and the prophets who are dead? 
Who do you make yourself out to be? And Jesus answered, said, if I honor myself, my honor is nothing. It is my father who honors me of whom you say that he is your God. Yet you have not known him, but I know him. If I say I do not know him, I shall be a liar like you. But I do know him and I keep his word. I say here to both of us, to all of us in Radio Land and anyone that's able to hear this word, that if you say that you are a follower of Jesus, then you must strive to keep his word because that is what makes you become a linen sash to the Lord our God. Father God, I pray today that you empower all of us, Lord, to Follow your word. God, release more of your anointing, more fire of your Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, you come inside of us, inhabit us, and empower us to be what God created us to be after we became profitable for nothing. Lord God, the the redemptive power of Jesus dying, the blood of Jesus the power of the blood to redeem us from that state and to qualify to be in communion with the Father. God, we ask Holy Spirit to please stand by us, lead us and strengthen us and teach us how to remain as a linen sash around the waist of our great Father. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. If I didn't say it, I'll say it again. I love you. But God loves you so much more. Can't wait to see you next time. Be blessed. Bye.